0: You're listening to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. Real reasons to have hope in this world. Hi, I'm your host, Tracy Tiernan. And this week I am uh, admittedly fangirling a bit. Can't help myself. I have such a privilege to share with you a conversation that I had with a lady that means so much to me. A hero of the faith in my book. She would never call herself that, but she is. Johnny Erickson Tada. It was 1967 that Johnny had a diving accident in the Chesapeake Bay yes she is a Maryland girl and Johnny broke her neck and she has been a quadriplegic ever since from her wheelchair uh, Johnny has written dozens and dozens of books Uh, Johnny has painted beautiful paintings with her teeth Johnny has poured out her life and her love for Jesus Christ through Johnny and friends, through her ministry to the disabled community around the world, uh, the uh, incredible work that has come out of her life since her accident. But just take your breath away. It's incredible to me how God has used Johnny and how she has trusted him through what many of us would say are just unimaginable circumstances. I'm excited for you to hear this. It's Johnny Erickson Tata on Your Day Brighter, the podcast. What an honor to talk to one of my heroes of the faith, Johnny Erickson Tata. Thank you so much for hanging with us for a little bit today.
1: Oh, Tracy, I am. You cannot imagine how happy I am to connect with you. My sister Kathy who uh, lives out in Howard County, she does catch a signal for Shine FM coming down Route 70 uh, on on her way into Baltimore and she always loves to tune in to you. She always says to me, Tracy just is doing the best job and we all love her in Baltimore. So I just had to say that my sister is such a big fan of you and of course uh, all the good team at uh, Shine FM.
0: That's so kind of you. Thank you so much for that. This is real life. I think it's awesome that we hear the gardener in the background because, well, I, yeah, and we're going to be talking about the gardener. <laughs> Absolutely,
1: pruning and and cutting back. And but you know what, Tracy, the gardener is not supposed to be here. Your- on today but who knows this is as you put it this is live so what can we say
0: it's real life it's real life and sometimes you just need some gardening done sometimes it, your your vine just needs a little pruning right
1: it does and you know my husband would be out there but because he's doing lots of extra caregiving uh what with my disability during COVID 19 uh we've got extra help so there you go that's why that's why that man's out there right now
0: God bless him, God bless him. Johnny, can you catch us up on, I'd love an update on your health, on on how you're doing, how you're feeling. No, um, I, I read that you were cleared of cancer, was it June of 2019? Well, um, let's see, in uh, late winter of uh, 2018,
1: early into January 2019, I had cancer surgery and I'm not declared cancer-free yet, Tracy, okay. uh, I, I had surgery had a rigorous round of radiation and continue to receive um, monthly chemo treatments. And so I'm not declared cancer-free yet. I've got PET scans that are looking clear and I just had a chest X-ray looking clear. So other than my aging voice, can't believe I'm 71 years old now, uh, I'm in good health. And Tracy, honestly, I'm kidding, I'm not kidding. There's not a day I, I don't wake up thinking, God, you are so good. I cannot believe I'm sitting up in a wheelchair. I cannot believe uh, that I've got strength and stamina to face the day. You are so good in that I'm not bedridden. I, I, I'm not bedridden with, with effect infections, that I've got purpose in my life. I got people to encourage. I got things to learn from your word. It's just a miracle.
0: You are a miracle. You are your faith, your courage, your resilience after uh, decades of being in this wheelchair you have been talking to us about who jesus is and living it out and it has it has been stunning to behold i feel like i've learned so much about our savior from you and from your life so i want to say thank you um on behalf of myself and so many of our listeners that can testify to how much you have taught us about god's grace and his love Johnny, I've got to ask you, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're feeling well and you look so radiant and beautiful. When you speak of the goodness of God in such difficult circumstances, when I heard, I'll be honest with you, when I heard that you had cancer, I, my first reaction was like, really, come on, really God, really? You know, and then of course, you know, God has to let us know, actually he he's in control. He knows what he's doing. Have you ever had moments in, in these decades of living with challenges that you have said, why another one, God? Why another one?
1: Well, you know, I take my lead to be quite honest from James chapter one, verse three, count it all joy when you enter trials of various kinds. And certainly Tracy with my uh, cancer, quadriplegia, chronic pain, I've got various kinds of trials. And God tells me to count it all joy, not a little bit of joy, not just joy when I feel like it, not just joy when it's convenient, but he says, count it all joy. And, and I think the reason is because like you, Tracy, and like all our listeners, we are being prepared for heaven and God is just, he's got to refine the hell out of us. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean that sincerely, not flippantly. Yes. I, I mean it. He's got to refine out of us every vestige of of sin, pride, stubbornness, stiff neck rebellion, self-centeredness, every little bit of manipulating others to get our own way, hogging the spotlight, not giving credit where credit is due. I mean, there are a ton, I could just go on and on. These are the things God wants to rid us of. And it's gonna take the, the soul scrubbing, like spick and span scrubbing of a soul, and that happens always in trials. So Tracy, to be quite honest, I've learned to look at my trials as God's way of just getting me ready for heaven. Heaven is a holy place where holy inhabitants dwell. And so I'm getting a jump start, a little bit of that holiness by getting all that sin and stuff and stubbornness and self-centeredness scrubbed out of me through these trials. That's why I can count it all joy. Yeah, it's painful, it's hard um, sure. I would love to be on my feet. I I, I'd love to have use of my hands. I'd love to be free of cancer and chronic pain, but man, we trust a sovereign God who has got our plan laid out down to the detail. And I'm not going to question him. What
0: can I say? I'm not going to question him. Mm, Just beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on your words because I know they come from a very deep, authentic place. It is meant that intimacy with Christ that is enviable, and yet how many of us would want to go through so much suffering to get it. Um, The Apostle Paul wrote about that, about um, the suffering, and you have bore it and pointed us to Christ. For people who are in the midst of suffering right now, Johnny, I think that is such a word, that God is getting us ready for heaven. What is the first thing you want to do besides just... Women worship Jesus. What do you want to do? What do you want to say to Jesus? Oh, my
1: goodness. Well, you're right, Tracy. The first thing I want to do, obviously, is, is just throw myself at the feet of Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. He proved himself so worthy of my trust all those years on earth. My goodness, if I've got a God who's willing to die for me, certainly he has proved himself trustworthy in every trial. But after that, Tracy... After praising Jesus for the first couple of thousand years, the first person <laughs> I want to meet in heaven, okay? Yeah. Is the 10th leper. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. I've I've thought about it and prayed about who do I want to see and who do I want to talk to? And I want to talk to the 10th leper because he inspired me so much on earth. And we all know the story. I'm sorry, I don't have the verse reference from the gospels, but it is the story of the 10 lepers who shouted loudly as they saw Jesus approaching the village. Son of God, have mercy on me. They're shouting. And and, and Jesus says, go to the priest, make yourself, you know, present your sacrifices, and I pronounce you clean. And of course, nine of them ran away, but one came back, get this, proclaiming loudly his thanksgivings. You know, it's it's, it's not, sometimes we're so loud when it comes to, oh, God, help me, help me, help me. But when he answers and helps us, I wish we'd say thank you, thank you, thank you, just <laughs> as loudly, right? Yes. And, and the leper, the tenth leper, has taught me to do that, Tracy. He's taught me to be so very thankful, forever grateful, unbelievably blessed, and he's been such an inspiration to me. Um, I just wanna, I wanna hug him and say, sir, thank you for the example. That I'm too loudly, just as loudly as I ask for help. When God answers and gives help, I'm to loudly and sincerely give my gratitude. Oh,
0: I love that. The 10th leper. I wonder what his name is.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I no, no name for all we know, but <laughs> boy,
0: he's, he's famous in my book. I understand why. I understand why. How. Johnny, how have you been able to navigate this pandemic on top of all of the other challenges that we talked about? Uh, 2020 has been quite the year for the world. How have you navigated this pandemic? Uh, kept your your faith, your your confidence, your hope? How have you stayed connected um, to the things and the people that matter to you? I've stopped watching television. Wow. You know, I
1: just I just don't I just don't watch it. Um, I've got a, I've got an account for Netflix. And yeah, I've got a couple of neat things on my wish list on Prime Video, but I'm just, Tracy, Ken and I are making a concerted effort to stay away from things that dull our spirit. Not that TV is bad. It's just that when you watch TV programs, there's absolutely zilch reference to God. And yet God is our reality every single day. But in TV, he's not. And so I don't want my spirit to get dulled by that. Mm. So during COVID, Ken and I have... We've started memorizing scripture. He's a little ahead of me with Psalm 51, but I'm catching up. Wow. Um, we're doing a Bible study together, a fresh new Bible study. We've started a, a, a new COVID-19 prayer journal in which we list every day prayer requests. Um, what else are we doing? We're reading Jesus uh, in his own words. It's a small book. That's a kind of a, a narrative of Christ's life so that we can saturate ourselves with with the way Jesus approached problems. And and we're trusting that this is not a mistake, this COVID-19 thing. God has allowed this. God has allowed the recent election and its results to strengthen the church. The church is supposed to thrive in a world of opposition. And so we, we're convinced that God's doing something creative, something unique, something big in the heavenlies. And we are praying it. We're, we're pulling it down from heaven. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're praying it down
0: during COVID-19 and enjoying these fresh new disciplines. I love that, Johnny. I was gonna ask you what you felt like the Lord was speaking to the world through um, this virus. And I loved what you said about, you don't wanna take in anything that's dulling your spirit. Are you sensing that there is a message that God has for the world right now? Well, um, I'm a little
1: concerned that the church seems disunified right now. Mm -hmm. Um, People are divided about the election, the best of Christians divided about this election outcome yet we are told by christ himself a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand and this is a clarion call for unity i think now of all people we have the opportunity as christians to 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 heal divisions and to reconcile differences to shine brighter the light of christ and like jesus says in matthew uh chapter 5 he said What good is salt if it loses its saltiness? We're in danger of losing our saltiness if we abandon this culture. Mm. We gotta take the salt into the lives of people who I believe eventually may become very disillusioned with all the rancor, with all the ugliness, the immorality, the disregard for authority. Um, I think people will be made hungry and thirsty during these dark and difficult times. So
0: we just gotta shine a brighter light and shake a saltier salt. That's what we got to do. Mm, mm, such beautiful words. The division must break his heart. When I think about Jesus' prayer for unity, you know, the longest prayer in, in the gospels recorded of, of Jesus is for the, for, for the church to be unified, for the, us to be one as he and the father are one. And it's right. got to break his heart. It's got to break his heart.
1: You, you asked about what God might be doing. The verse I keep thinking about, and that keeps bubbling up to the surface is, um, and your our, our listeners, viewers know it well, uh, Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, where Joseph tells his wicked brothers, people who backstabbed him, slandered, abandoned him, falsely accused him, threw him, threw him in prison. He says, you guys may have been it for evil, but God intended it for good. Now get this, quote, for the saving of many lives. You know, we're so quick to say, okay, Satan intends this for evil, but God intends it for good. And we think the good is all about me, all about my faith and how I'm gonna be strengthened and how God's gonna give me hope and God's gonna bless me because I'm trusting real good through this. But no, God says that he intends it for good, why? Look outward for the saving of many lives. The, the fields are white under harvest. And if we think that God's gonna work a good thing during these tumultuous times, He's made it very plain in Genesis chapter fifty, verse twenty. It is quote for the saving of many lives. So I'm going to challenge our listeners on Shine FM. Mm-hmm. Just say God bless you to the bag boy at uh, Safeway Foods. Say Jesus loves you. You know Jesus blesses you today, sir. I mean, just at the gas station, just at the Chevron station, Jesus loves you. You know, just just be bold with the name of Jesus because mm-hmm. we know we know that name is a powerful name and yes. the righteous run into it and they are saved. So let's let's be a
0: little more bold about the saving of many lives, how about that's, it? Oh man, that's such a great word to have that heart for the world. Uh, it's not just about us and us getting through this thing. It's about us accomplishing God's purposes through it. I, yes, his name, his name. Um, Johnny, can we talk for a moment about your ministry? Um, Johnny and Friends, about um, Wheels to the World, about what you do to serve uh, the disabled community all around the world. Tell me something that you're excited about right now that you're doing with Johnny and Friends.
1: Oh, I'm so excited, Tracy, thank you for asking. Um, You know, uh, people with disabilities more than ever are so isolated. Of course, we're all feeling isolated during COVID-19, but especially special needs families whose special education services have been totally disrupted. The Baltimore County school system, I mean, special ed over Zoom. Come on, Mm. it's so hard for mom and dad when they're dealing with a a child with autism. It's just so difficult. Plus dad's got to work, mom's got to keep house and she's supposed to got this kid with a disability. So we are continuing to do family retreat, but we're doing it on the front porch, in the backyard, in the church parking lot. You know, we're finding creative, innovative ways to continue Serving people with disabilities in the name of Christ through COVID. And COVID has forced us to be so creative. You know, it used to be just our family retreats during summertime, but now we've got at least 150 new touch points for special needs families that we're able to do during COVID. And it would never have happened had it not been for this coronavirus. Also, uh, we're still continuing to d- distribute wheelchairs and Bibles through our in-country partners. And we have developed a new initiative, Tracy, right. I'm so excited about. Have me back on the program in February, and I'll tell you more about it. But okay. to give you a hint, it's called Johnny's House. And we are establishing these Johnny's Houses in key developing nations where we have solid evangelical partnerships so that people with disabilities won't starve to death under COVID in these developing nations. They'll receive medical help, they'll receive wheelchairs, wheelchair repair, food, medicine. And I am so thrilled about it because this is this is really given the gospel where the rubber meets the road uh, among some of the most desperate, often neglected lonely forgotten people in the world that is those with disabilities so great things are happening at our ministry tracy and i want to thank of course a lot of our listeners on shine fm you guys uh, cheer us on with your prayers i often get emails from friends listening to wrbs and so that means a lot
0: that's awesome johnny's house so we'll hear more about that in uh 2021 i'm so excited about that as well I hope you are enjoying this episode of Your Day Brighter, the podcast. My special guest, Johnny Erickson Tada, one of my heroes of the faith, really, Uh, just an incredible woman of God who has so generously shared her life for decades, her faith, her hope in Jesus and uh, talking to her. I, I, I am uh, shaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm trembling because I just know we're here in so much wisdom. I hope you're um, soaking it in today, my friends. Thanks so much for joining us. I've got more of the conversation coming up in just a moment, but I want to invite you, um, if you haven't already, share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. We'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and uh, please share it. The whole idea is that these are conversations that um, give us hope, that help us to keep going. Um, conversations that highlight people that are doing great things in the world, just living their life. And uh, certainly Johnny Erickson Tata is is one of those very special people. Also, if you would, leave a review for the podcast. That's not just to make us feel better, okay? That's so that other people can find it. So thank you so much again for for checking it out, your day brighter, the podcast, and now back to my conversation with the one and only Johnny Erickson Tata. For our disabled friends, um, how can the community, how can the church um, reach out to the disabled community right now? What would be some practical things that we can do to love on the disabled community around us during this time?
1: Well, we've got great churches up in Reisterstown, Pikesville, you know, East Baltimore, uh, Catonsville, I mean, Dundalk, Linthicum, you you name it. There's some great churches in Howard County, Carroll County, Baltimore County, Essex. I mean, wonderful churches. And you can, you can guarantee, I'll guarantee you, that for every church on every street corner, there is at least uh, five or six special needs families that live within that parish, so to speak. And so there are wonderful ways that churches can reach out. I mentioned how isolated uh, families affected by disability feel right now under COVID-19 and the incredible stress and strain. And I would encourage some of our listening friends who are looking for a way to serve Christ in a unique way um, to consider offering a little bit of respite care for, for mom and dad. Just, you know, pick up the phone, knock on the door, write a letter, shoot an email, get a text off and just ask that mom or dad, how can I serve your family? I would love to provide a bit of respite. May I volunteer to learn, you know, Jimmy's routine so that you can have a, an afternoon off, just to go to the store, just to get your nails done, just to get out and have coffee with a girlfriend that you haven't seen in a while. just a little bit of respite help would mean so much I I know that many of the uh, friends that are doing respite help through our ministry, sure, they have to wear a mask, but, you know, once you go through the protocols of of making certain that you've been tested and you're clean for the virus, then you can connect in a home with that child with a disability. The routine might be as simple as just hanging out with them, playing a game, arts and crafts, something simple, a, a, a fun movie, whatever, so that mom and dad can just get a little bit of a break would be so appreciated
0: that's beautiful that's that's so practical and so doable sometimes i think we 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 consider the notion of helping so lofty and we think oh i don't have anything that i can offer but when you break it down like that um the the dignity of just being a friend you know just having people around that just want to be with you um and hang out right
1: absolutely and you know, often I tell people who are depressed, especially during COVID-19, there's been a lot of depression. People yeah. feel they have no purpose. They, they just can't do anything. Well, you know, my goodness, uh, get up tomorrow morning, take a shower, get dressed, go out your front door and find somebody who's hurting worse than you are. Just find somebody who's hurting worse than you are. There is an elderly friend that lives in your on your block. There is a, a single parent, there is a, 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 a widower, a gentleman who, who lost his wife. There, there are people in your neighborhood. For him, you could do a little bit of yard work, just a little bit of shopping, run an errand, uh, sit with, talk with, just invite to coffee. Just, there are ways you can reach out. And n- nothing heals depression quicker and deeper than looking Godward rather than inward. You know, we're so good at looking inward wow. and God encourages us to constantly look onward and outward.
0: So mm. just a word of advice. Those are, those are beautiful words of advice. Johnny, um, can you talk to people who are feeling afraid right now? I fear is, I think it's been a, a, a big tactic of the enemy of our souls from the very, very beginning. Um, but I've, I've heard more people talk about fear and being afraid and probably some of it has to do with that isolation that they feel during this season. What, um, mm what can you do with your fear? Um, How do you approach God? Is it okay to talk to God about your fear? And and how do you um, receive comfort and confidence in exchange for that fear?
1: When people are fearful, the first thing they should do is ask themselves, what does this fear tell me about the state of my own soul? What does this fear how does this fear inform me about where i'm putting my confidence and trust Mm -hmm. you know fear is a great indicator to um, kind of tell us our spiritual barometer where we really we can say we love jesus we can say we trust the lord but if fear arises and begins to choke us and paralyze us then it 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 tells us that we have misplaced trust misplaced confidence we are placing our trust and confidence in our circumstances around us we're placing our trust and confidence in our paycheck replacing it in um you know uh, our routines uh, the, the uh the disruption of our schedules we we need to look at fear and ask ourselves what is this telling me about myself who am i really I mean, honestly, fear is the textbook which will teach you who you really are. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these are the realities that God wants us to deal with. He doesn't just want us talking about how much we trust him. God's gonna ask us to prove it. And we say, I love you, Jesus, but you watch the next trial will come and it's his way of saying, okay, now prove it. Right. To so prove to me how much you, you love me really. Right. Where you put your trust and confidence. And it, be, it begins with, Okay, Jesus, you said in Matthew chapter five, in the span of about one paragraph, you said, do not worry about six times in about four verses. And you're trying to tell me something here. And it's interesting in that particular passage in uh, the Sermon on the Mount, the next, ver- the next reference is, consider the lilies of the field, how they neither toil nor spin. You know, consider the birds of the air, how your heavenly father feeds them. So right there, you've got a good prescription for your worry and fear. Get out in your garden, take a deep breath, Get among the lilies, enjoy the flowers, feed the birds, just just do something that will decompress all that anxiety and take the advice of Jesus and switch your focus onto the things that he is doing around you. And that's a very simple way to start. Getting in your garden, you're putting up a bird feeder, quoting the 23rd Psalm, recite the Lord's Prayer if you have to 32 times a day. Just, just get your mind off your emotions and focus Godward. That's, I think, a good place to
0: begin that's,
1: when you've got fear.
0: That's so, so very wise. Um, Johnny, over the years, I know you love the Lord's word so much. You you love the word of God, uh, and you're still learning about it, and you're still passionate about learning more. And I, I you and Ken doing Bible studies together. And is there a, a particular... Um, besides the uh, tenth leper, <laughs> is there a particular story or verse that has become uh, very precious to you during this season? Yes, there is.
1: We all are looking for hope, yeah. But biblical hope is much more than just a faint wish for something better. Um, it's a confident expectation of a promise that has an ironclad guarantee. So, so guaranteed that it changes the way you think and the way you act each and every day. And for me, that that hopeful verse, Bible verse is Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Let me me just deconstruct it just for a second. It says, may the God of all hope, not just some hope, all hope. May the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace, not just some joy and peace, all joy and peace. May the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace. Now here's the kicker, here's the condition as you trust in him see that's the condition all these wonderful promises have conditions and the conditions are like we were hearkening to a moment ago how much do we trust in god yeah. so if we want joy and peace it'll be as we trust in him so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit god is just looking for people who will demonstrate enough faith like like just a, a mustard seed size faith give God a little tiny millimeter he'll take a mile he'll make a mile of it out out of it and if you as you trust in him you'll overflow with hope but it it, it starts knowing that God is the God of all hope as we trust in him and uh, he'll give us all joy and peace and overflow us with with what we desire and uh, that's been my bible verse um, um, it's just being sure that God's going to do and that God will accomplish all that he has planned and promised to do. When you have hope like that, you got such courage and confidence for the day. You really do.
0: Amazing. Romans 15, 13. Thank you so much for sharing that. You are overflowing with hope. And so you want to know Johnny's secret, everybody? You heard her just deconstruct that verse. It's putting your trust in the Lord. And that's where that overflowing hope, it just, it comes out of you. Thank you for being so generous with your life. And your hope, I love you so much. I the first time I met you, Johnny, I stood in line. It was at the Pikesville Hilton. It was so many years ago. It was really- I remember that? Do you remember?
1: WRB, I think it was a WRAS,
0: WRBS, WRBS or pastors' luncheon or
1: something. Yes, you. Oh I remember, my God, I remember
0: that. I burst into tears when I <laughs> when I finally got up to meet you. I Bert, because you just meant so much to me. I am also a Woodland High School alumni. No kidding. Yes, 1980. woodlawn warriors baby (laughs) did you graduate
1: 82 good for you
0: yes i was
1: was a 67 graduate you know what our gift to the school was what that big uh school emblem in the uh auditorium as you walk in that big thing sitting right there woodlawn warrior 1967 it was good year
0: oh yeah very good year Well, we, we adore you. Um, I know I'm going to let you go. I just would love to know how we can be praying for you, Johnny, praying for you and Ken and your ministry. How can we pray? Well, first let me give a shout out to Young Life in the Baltimore County area.
1: Yes. And uh, Young Life is also enjoying its 40th anniversary. Uh, I think it's next month up in Carroll County. And so Young Life is doing a good job of doing, uh, what, you know Genesis chapter 50, verse 20 for the quote, saving of many high school lives. So pray for your pray for your local club, pray for young life. Pray for Ken and me that we stay healthy. We've got lots of exciting initiatives planned for Johnny and Friends in 2021. And I encourage our shine viewers and listeners to go to johnnyandfriends.org and and look at some of our videos and find out uh, about our plans for the future and and get on board with us with your prayers. If people don't pray, Ain't nothing of any eternal good going to happen. So people got to pray these disabled people into the kingdom.
0: Mm. Mm. Thank you so much. Um, Father in heaven, We we love you, Lord. And we thank you so much for Johnny. Thank you for her life and her light that shines so brilliantly in this world, God. And we we thank you and praise you for keeping Johnny and Ken healthy. Um, thank you for the, the, the love and the hope that they share with all of us. And I pray, God, that you would um, multiply all of the great things that they were doing in the world for your purposes and your glory. We pray, God, that you would bless them in their relentless work to give hope and dignity and resources to the disabled community all around. And God, I just want to say thank you, Lord, that you saw fit um, to uh, allow us to connect with this beautiful soul today. Thank you that you've made us family. We pray your strength and your grace and your peace over Johnny and everything that concerns her. Um, We give you thanks for her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
1: Oh, Tracy, never would I have dreamed 53 years ago down by the Chesapeake Bay Bridge on Sandy Point, right south of there, right near the Severn River, never ever, near the Magothy, I think it was, never ever would I have dreamed that a broken neck for a teenager would have resulted in such an influence for the kingdom among the world's disabled. And I am so privileged, so honored. I. It was a terrible day. That day my diving accident was absolutely wonderful it was horrible and horrendous but it was glorious and
0: great wow mm, wow. So wow i know you are i could i can see it and it's so humbling to think about um, much lesser circumstances that i know i personally and many of us just have a hard time thanking god for but your life and your testimony Helps me to remember how he's working those amazing, glorious good things from those horrible things. It's what he yep. does. Yep. And Tracy, you don't have to break your neck to believe it, do you? No. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> don't break your neck to believe it. Just believe it now. Take, <laughs> make good use of the suffering he gives you.
0: Make good. Did you all catch that? Make good use of the suffering he gives you. I think I also heard you say once, Johnny, that God never wastes pain. Mm-hmm. we
1: waste it, we waste it we but waste. He does not. if we would but trust
0: in him would you pray for people right now um as we sign off or who are in pain right now yes jesus i know there are listeners tuned in there are
1: folks watching um in their bedroom on the kitchen table lots of folks driving on the beltway um jesus We all have our problems we all have our challenges we all have our chronic pain we all have our situations that we would just love to change and we find it so hard to live with the constraints you've given us but tomorrow morning tomorrow morning jesus would you enable us to wake up and the first thing when our eyes open just say like king david i am poor and needy and i need you jesus desperately and then live in that thought for the rest of the day just let's all do it tomorrow Let's wake up tomorrow morning and say with King David in the Psalms, I am poor and needy, and then avail ourselves to the Holy Spirit to empower us, strengthen us, as we trust that you, God, are the God of all hope, and you'll give us all joy and peace as we trust in you. Help us do that tomorrow, we ask Jesus in your powerful
0: name. Amen. 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 Johnny, thank you so much. God bless you.
1: Oh, Tracy, I can't wait to connect with you again, maybe sometime in 2021, okay? Absolutely,
0: I want to hear all about Johnny's house. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye. Your Day Brighter is produced by Brighter Media Group, Tracy Tiernan and John Lohan, editing by Julie Gilligan. Make sure you're subscribed, leave a review, and tell us what you think of the podcast, and make sure you share it with someone who needs encouragement today. Thanks so much for listening, and tell somebody your story today, or better yet, ask to hear their story.